Good morning, Raboisai. Ah! Lili Today's year is sponsored by Yuri Axelrod. For the host for the Nets to win. Just kidding. Just kidding, he says. In honor of my chaver from RBS in New York, who got me hooked on the sheer. But please don't tell anyone I listen because before Corona, I was at Ellie's brother-in-law's sheer. Yes! I finally hopped the guy from the sheer. Unbelievable. Been trying so hard. I'm, uh, Rabbi, I'm very, very emotional right now, and I'll explain to you why. First of all, I want to uh, let the Olam know that this uh, Matzah Shabbos, the, once again, there'll be some sort of matzav herring and all sorts of geschmackes stuff. Forget the pizza, forget that. Sponsored by Nochum Katz. Nochum himself. Last week we had a be- the singing was unbelievable. I don't know if we'll have those Bachram again, but we'll have to, well, the guy, the older guys will have to pick it up the, ourselves. So the occasion is uh, there's a yard, I know, some sort of anniversary. Same thing. Same thing. Okay. Nachman, Nachman Seltzer, I'm giving a sheer now. Really? I didn't realize. Did anybody, you didn't get the memo. I didn't hear you tell you that. He's just, okay, Raboisai. What's going on here is amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Uh, over two hours ago, I gave a pep talk to the troops. It's very, very emotional. Uh, before I get there, I got to show you this picture. This was yesterday in Baltimore. You have Nochem Horowitz, not cats, Horowitz. This is the Patch Boys, um, Ellie Neuberger, Michal Lager, and oh, you guys remember him? Rabbi Eliezer Langer. Where is he? I haven't seen him in a year. He moved to Baltimore? What happened to him? He lives there still. He's just, now he's in Baltimore. And Rabbi Chaim Kessler. So, this is what we're aiming for, Rabbi. So this, this kind of stuff that all over the place, guys will get together over coffee, schmooze it out. The Achaz is amazing. Uh, not to put this down, and that's why I brought it out first. Um, this, this thing started a year and a half ago. First time Noam was in America and they asked to meet him. And here's a picture of the first get-together. There's about 16 guys here, maybe more. Here's the picture. The, the feeling that people walk away from these events is, is unbelievable. You don't need, you don't need to put together a whole, a whole... It doesn't have to be a sheer. It doesn't have to be... Okay, so in Muncie... It, it's, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not messing around. It does not have to be this. The guys in Baltimore, just a cup of coffee. In London, it was just a bagel. You bring your own food. Do whatever you want. It's the, point, the point is to get together. People, I'm getting now email after email after email, voice notes, fregnished. People are emotional now in Muncie. Let me, let, me, let me show you what's going on here. I was emotional. Close to 100 people showed up. It depends on who you ask. If you ask Mark Ashkenazi, the Yaki, in, well, in the picture, there's 47 people, and if you ask Nisan Al-Gantz, there's 300 people. So I'll average it out. <laughs> Here's a kumzitz. Here's the official picture with, there's actually 47 people in the picture, but you understand that the people came and went 
uh, I somehow made it here. This is Harry Shalom's fault. Maybe it's Yossi, uh, Yisrael Goldstein, I don't know. But the, the get-togethers strengthen the bond. They, 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 people feel that they, they belong. They're part of this Torah club. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's, they, they come out of there on a high. So two guys sent me a voice and they said they can't leave. They're, st- they're staying there on the grass. They, they don't want to leave. It's like, the, the feel, I'm not kidding. So <laughs> <laughs> They said Woodstock. You're just jealous. I mean, the, they get together and they're, they're, this, good, this food, this camaraderie, it's, it's unbelievable. It's ruchnius, ruchnius, ruchnius. So Lemaisa, wherever you are. I'm even going to ask, I know this is, this is a stretch, Avi. I'm going to ask the guys in Chicago to get together. I know it's hard for Lewis and Benzie Friedman and the other. It's hard. It's hard. Those are, that's the last place I expect it to happen. But Lemay Cigarette, this Matzah Shabbos, there's, um, there's a big get-together in Dallas, Texas. Uh, let me see if I have it. Yeah, here we go. Bring your southern charm and join us this Matzah Shabbos for a swim and pizza at the Kazowski home. Starting at 10 p.m., live share at 11.15 p.m. You don't need a shear, but they want to do the shear, great. Address, 5610 Willow Lane, Dallas, Texas. You have to RSVP to Larry or Yeshua Aaron Price. That's one. Then you have... (laughs) The Chicago get-together August 1st. An unknown location. You will be shot dead if you try to come uninvited. Yes. This Sunday, the chassan himself will rip your head off. The, the chassan's father might be happy. You never know. The su- this Sunday, the Miami, South Florida, MDY group will have a brunch. Bezer Hashem. The goal is not to, not to have any more emails. Just every day I'm going to be announcing we had it in Boca and on the Chveis Shvu Location, Grand Cafe, 2905 Sterling Road, Hollywood, Florida. Even the New Yorkers that have spent the winter are also invited. RSVP, Michael Benchitrit. Givaldic. Listen to this. Um, we have it. Oh, here's a guy. Shalom Aleichem Rebbe. I wanted to introduce myself and express my akar satoy. My name is Yudha Schneck. I live in North Miami Beach. I watch your daily dives here on YouTube. Even though I'm tired and sometimes my mind is turning into jello, I remember your words. It's about the Yoimi. For your information, when I learn the Friday dive on Friday night, and you could ask Nachum Seltzer, will admit to this as well. It's not the same without hearing your shir. However, I do enjoy going through it at a slower pace, at least once a week. Baruch my wife, who's always encouraged me to learn. Since I joined the daf, she knows I got to do the daf, period. Thank you for preparing and giving over wonderful shirts. Obviously, you just don't look it over for a few minutes. I'd like to find out who else in my area is part of your shir. Maybe the South Florida people can get together and make a seum together. He sent this in yesterday. And this has been in the works beforehand. So here you go. I hope he's watching and he knows where to go and who to speak to. Michael Benchitrit. Thank you. Mazel tov the upcoming wedding. Bahavas nefesh. I love that. Bahavas nefesh. Yehuda Schneck. We have to, what time is it? Yaakov said we have to learn. I was about to stop saying emails, but because he said we have to learn. Dear Haravat Sadik Rib Eli Shlita. Firstly, I would like to thank... Whatever. Mr. This is, this is taken for Mr. Ari Davis from London. Thank you, Mr. Ari Davis, for the shout out. He's a lovely fellow. By the way, this email comes from I C U E Y E S E E Y O U. I C U 
LTD, in case you want to get glasses or anything in London, in uh, Manchester. I went to Shul this morning, before I even got through the front door, someone stopped me and said, Ah, Shuli, I didn't know you were part of the MDY family. The Baruch Hashem created a massive family that amazingly feel real close to one another. May Hashem give you the strength and gizot to carry on for many, many more years. This is the thing. Be'ez Hashem, we're going to have a Manchester. These guys in Manchester get together. There's a new Manchester group, he says. Message Yeshua. Message Yeshua, says Yosef. P.S. I'm very happy with your Melech Ha'olam. He's, he's referring to this. This is the guy. Rabbi I remember him? I don't remember him, but now he, he reminded me. A year and a half ago, he, the Manchester Chavar used to chap at me. Every day, the guy said, why are you saying Hashem's name in a Pasuk? And why are you saying the Bracha like this? Baruch HaTad Inoy Eleheinu Melech Ha'olam. Shakorni Ebed Varoi. <laughs> their group is so successful they even have a breakaway group P.S. I'm very happy with, with your Melech you're leaving a, ni- a nice gap between the words haha <laughs> yes I'm that guy with many thanks and much admiration your Talmud Shuli Joseph's ICU LTD 29 Kings Road Presswich Manchester um, the phone number and all the details to store to follow alright should we learn now Nice move. I was, I was about to read another one. All right. Rabbi said, we're by the Mishnah. Brand new Mishnah. Daf Samach Zayin on the base. The official Mishnah, sponsored in honor of the MDY Chevra. <laughs> this is, oh, Rabbi Sai, you asked for it. You get it. There was a tzaddik sitting on the table here yesterday. I started this year. I didn't recognize him. I said, Shem Aleichem. Turns out, this guy... His name is Nathaniel Cohen from Bergenfield, New Jersey. Nathaniel Cohen, he's a Sephardi, thank you. Yes, a real Sephardi. And by the way, I got an email about you, Tomer Levy, from uh, Leiby's father, Bernard David, that you are a real Sephardi. He knows you're from Mishpoch, and you are also a real Sephardi, thank you. And he comes here to the Shir, he just landed, and he made a goimel here on the Seva Torah. He got an aliyah. Gary's unbelievable, he chaps right away who needs an aliyah, not. And he tells me that he's here because he received a free Gemara Yuma. And he's been with us since that base. And he's hooked. And that's it. And he, when he comes to Israel, he had to see the Shir live. So that's what the Kayach of one Gemara. One Gemara. This guy, his life has changed forever. Forever. Him, his children, everybody. One Gemara. Any more? You want more? <laughs> Says the Mishnah. The Kayin Gadol. We're continuing with the Kayin Gadol. He can, he's continuing the Avaidah. And now, he just sent out the Sar Azazel. The guy's on his way. Now he has two dead corpses here. He has the, the par, the bull, and this other Sar, the chatos. He tears it open. He makes a little slice. You hear you, Judah David? He makes a little slice in the animal, opens it up, and pulls out the emurim. What's the emurim? Here, these kind of things. This is what goes on the Mizbeach. The different fats, the Yuserisakoved, this is part of the liver, the, the, the kidneys and the fats, Ha'alya, all this. Okay, this goes, this is typical for, for carbon, goes on the Mizbeach. So he has a whole animal with a little bit of a slit in it and he removes from the, in, the innards. Nisana bin Mogais, he puts it in a bowl, Viktiron al Gabe Mizbeach, and he puts it on the Mizbeach. The Gemara is going to tell us, it's not literally puts it on the Mizbeach yet. There's a lot of time for that. That goes all the way at the end. He takes the two animals 
and intertwines them. He braids them together as so. This picture, I don't even know what it's trying to show, but if you look closely, I guess, there are two animals here. I only see one, but you guys could see two, and they're intertwined somehow. And this is how they take them out. On these two poles, four kohanim, two and two, and bring them out, outside of Yerushalayim, outside of Yerushalayim, to where they will be burnt. These are not korbanas that go on the Mizbeach. These are not korbanas. These are the zechatas. There's not something you eat like a typical korbanas. It all gets burnt. Now this also, we said yesterday, we were talking about yesterday, don't confuse it with yesterday. Yesterday we were talking about the, the, the ish iti, who brings the sar outside to the cliff. He becomes tame. When does he become tame? There's three machloikas. When he leaves the azar, when he leaves, when he gets to the cliff, when he pushes it off the cliff. This is something else. When he leaves the Azara, not the, the other one was when he leaves the, the Chayma, but over here is the wall of the Azara. Rabbi Shimon Oimer, only two shitas. And Rabbi Shimon holds, it's when the animal goes up in flames. Most of it. Says the Gemara Vikhtir and Sokodaita, what? He takes the bowl with the Imur, he puts it on his back right then and there. What's the problem? The problem is, right now, he's, he's in the beginning of. I love Friday, by the way. Love it. All these Chashvah guys. Robert Links is here. Dr. Mazenkis, second day in a row. And our good friend. All the way from Yushalayim. Where you didn't, why? Okay, okay. I don't know. But why didn't you bring Zevi? Okay, fine. It's one of those days. Who? Shmule, Shmule Elawad is here. Rabbi Victor I also love Sunday because that's when the New Yorkers, that's when they get over here, Shmuel. He, what is he wearing now, the Kohen Gadol? He's in the middle of, of the Sar Azazel business. He's wearing white clothing. If you remember, he starts off wearing gold, white, gold, white, gold. Mikvah, mikvah, the, the Hector Chalavim, the Hector Imurim is all the way at the end when he's going to be wearing his golden uh, begotten. He's not in the right place. You're right. You just have to add a little bit of a Lamed. He puts it in a bowl to be mocked or later on. It's like a braid. Okay. So that's that. Now says the Gemara. They didn't remove the skin like you remove the skin for an oil. They left it with the skin. How do you know you leave the skin? It says by the Sreifa, by burning the power of the coin Gadol, the, the power of and the Sawyer on Yom Kippur, it says, or Basar Peresh. Skin, meat, and waste. You burn it all. Interesting that a typical carbon, you take it out, you remove it. But over here, it goes all and it's all burnt. And it says by Parkoin and Mashiach, the same words. Or Ubaso Peresh, They have shit. Just like over there, you don't skin it. They have shit. And how you know over there by the Parkoin Mashiach? The Sanyo. It's innards, it's waste. And you take it out. You take it out whole. Okay, so now you, get, you have a little bit of a problem. You take it out whole. So you take it out whole, maybe take it out literally whole, put it onto the fire 
as one giant bull. Yoch is Rufeno Shalom, Nehmer Khan Roshu Chrov. Venemel Ahalom by us, by Sar Par, it says Roshu Chrov. Venemel Ahalom by Oilo, regular Oilo, it says Roshu Chrov. So just like by Oila, you chop it up into pieces, yes, without skin. So over here, you chop it up into pieces with the skin. So it's like in between. On the one hand, we say it's without the skin, but it should be like, like over there with Shalom. Yeah, but it's not Shalom. It can't be whole, but it's with the skin. So it's interesting. You cut it up into pieces, into nice sized pieces, put it on the fire, but it has skin unlike anything else. Maybe you should take off the skin. So, so what if it says What do you see from that? It says Where is the waist? It's in the innards of an animal. The, the stomach of the animal. So to the meat should be within the skin. When do they become Tomei? The guys bringing out the, the bull, all these four guys, when did they become Tomei? Well, let's see when exactly they become Tomei, but who becomes Tomei? When does it happen? So it says, by the par Yom Kippur, they should take it out, outside of the Machna. What does outside of the Machna mean? Stop, we don't know anything. We're reading the passage. Machna. Oh, is he here today? Rabbi Miller, yes, if Miller is here? Yeah, he's in. Oh, Shalom Aleichem. The oil was invited. I don't know if I should, should I mention it. There's a beautiful Kiddush, this Shabbos, up the block by uh, Tfilah. It's Lishchus, his son who had surgery, and also his brand new daughter. So the oil was invited. Givaldik. Before Shleim and Mazel Tov. So, if you're just reading the Pasuk, Yoyti Amachutz Lamachaneh. What does machana mean? How many? One machna. Now, go back to this stama rudimentary drawing that I did once. You have three machnas. You have the machna shechina, machna levia, and machna yisro. Okay, this is the Yerushalayim whole, the, the harabayas, and the, the shechina. When it says machna, take out this bull out of the machna. Machna, it doesn't say machanois, so it's one. Let's just say the whole sugi balpeh, it's simple sugi. <coughs> The problem is that all the bulls and everything, they're all the same. And if we know that by one of the bulls, let's say, let's call the bull of a kayan, bull of a kayan gadol, he doesn't have very, he has to bring a bull. That has to be removed out of all three machnois. So then the bull of Yom Kippur also has to be removed out of all three machnois. So then why does the Torah say, take it out of the machane? We're not talking about taking it out of the machna. That is a pasuk that's describing the tumah. Not the bull, because the bull is equal to all bulls. Any bull you have in the Torah comes out of three. So then why does the Torah say, take him out of one? If we know that you're taking him out of three, to tell you that as soon as you take him out of the machna, you become Tomei. You have to talk about another halacha. That's it, that's the whole sugya. Let's see it inside. Uh, again, from the top. Which is mashma, one machna. Later on, by the other par. Paraida. Take it out of three. And over here, you only take it out of one. It's to tell you 
If they are coming out of three machas, you have to take the bull out of three. So this also you have to take out of three. So then why does it say one? To teach us Allah, when do you become Tame? You don't become Tame. There's no cliff here. There's no pushing a goat here. So when do you become Tame? Become Tame. The Pazik is telling you when you take it out of one machna. Vazim and Allah. And how do you know over there by Bahara Eda that you have to take out the bull from three machnas? Maybe it's only one. The Sanya Vaiti is called Par Chuzashalish Machnas. Atoyim Chuzashalish Machnas is from three. Or you know, Chuzamachnas, who told you it's three? You shouldn't have said it. There's no reason for you to tell me that. Here, they're all identical. You burn this one, like you burnt the other one. So then why does the Torah add? So now I know two. Since the Torah repeated itself for no reason, give us a second. So it has to go into at least the, out of the red. And now out of the blue, maybe could drazek around here in the Yisrael. Stam, a pasuk by deshen, nothing to do with the par. Deshen, the afer, the the the, the ashes. By par koyim shir, it says el shevach deshen. So why does it say mechutz lemachna by the deshen? Because we already know par koyim shir is weird outside of the machnas. So then why does it say this idea by Deshen, it should be out of the Machna? We already know where the Deshen is. Ten Lai Machna Shlishas, that teaches us the third Machna. Rib Shimon. Rib Shimon doesn't agree to this whole drasha. He holds, it's nothing to do with the Machna. When do you burn, when, when do you become Tameh? When you burn the para. It's when it catches on fire, Rubai. It's nothing to do with the Kayin coming out of a Machna, in a Machna. So all these Psukim, are not important to him. So then, so then what does he do with that pasuk? We said it's to teach us that you have to bring it outside of the third machna. But I don't need it. Uh, I'm sorry. To teach us that that's when he becomes Tomei. But it doesn't become Tomei when he becomes Tomei when it goes on fire. So what does he need the words look at the Sanya. It says over here by Anyim Kippur. By Paraduma, it says, Mechutzah Machna, Rabbi Isai. Parsha Shavua. Paraduma. I want to tell you a quick uh, vart I heard from my Chavrusa. He said in the name of Reb Ruven Karelenstein that we all know Paraduma, Parsha Shavua, and we spoke about it yesterday. Chaik. The Gemara said, there's things that are chaik. Why can't you eat pig? Why can't you do this? Why, why, why do you do mitzayir like that? Chayk. Paraduma is the typical classical example of chayk. doesn't make sense, but we do it without understanding it. Says Rebruven Karelenstein, what is the classic mitzvah that makes the most sense? Beautiful. Ah! <laughs> Such an honest man, Dr. Epstein. Love it. Kibud Avain is the most logical, common sense mitzvah in the world. Your father, mother brought you into this world. You owe everything to them. The nights that they stayed up with you, the pregnancy she went through, the tuition they paid for you, everything, the great advice they gave you. So your father asks you for a cup of water. It's such a big chiddush, you have to go get him a cup of water, of course. Chasana has to pay with the best bands from New York and Zachin, photographer from Merit Stroll, the whole Zach. 
and I have to suffer now in hearing it from my friends. How am I making the money? <laughs> the photographer costs regardless how many people show up. Anybody know Chaim Snow's number? We've got to get him as a video guy, by the way. Anyway, fine. Says Rabbi Ruben Karelenstein. And I have to say this mice again for the new guys. Everybody knows the story, but I have to say it again. It was Pesach night in Lincolnwood, and it was 1 o'clock in the morning, and the Seder was over. Everybody's exhausted. They all went upstairs. Just me and my brother stayed down, and we said, Shir Shirim. Saying Shir Shirim, maybe Chadgadi or whatever. All of a sudden, a knock on the door. Knock on the door, 1 in the morning. It's knocking. I thought maybe I heard something. So I did it. And then the knock again. So I go to the door. And I open the door, and I don't see anybody. And I'm about to close the door. And I look down, and there's a basket, a car seat with a baby boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I thought maybe it's a joke. And the baby's blinking at me. This baby is alive and well. And what went through my head, I mean, in milliseconds, I'm like, I have to now take this baby. What am I, I'm going to go to the police station now at 1 in the morning, walk all the way there? So let me just take this baby in. Uh, why would somebody leave a baby here? Meshuggah. So I said, I have this Meshuggah in a house in Lincolnwood on a corner. Maybe they thought, like, back and forth, and how am I going to raise it? It's Jewish, not Zachen. I have enough tsars with my, with my other children. I need another one. It's going to get along, not get along. And all of a sudden, this kid, Alex, jumps from behind the bush. Hi, I got you! Hey! Scammed you! Pesach night, let us say, the mil shirim. Okay, says Reb Ruben Karelenstein. This is a Maise Shahaya. A guy takes his baby, couldn't afford the baby, takes his baby, cold-hearted individual, drops his baby by, by some usher in the city, in his own town. And he watches from a distance how the guy opens the door, shocked, takes the baby in, and he starts bringing up this baby. And he notices how this baby, this kid, is suffering doesn't have a father, this is not the real thing, does not getting along with the siblings, he goes to school, hey, there's a teenager, he, he saw him once get kicked out of the house, he thought maybe he should take him, do something. No, cold-hearted, a jerk. Just watch from a distance, watch this whole thing unfold. Nobody knows who the real father is. Chasana comes, eh, I didn't bring him up anyways, I don't, didn't even show up to the wedding. Fine. The guy, this not very nice guy turns 91 years old. He's already, he feels that this is the end. This is it. He, and he, he needs a little help. So what does he do, this Meshugana? He goes, he knows where his son lives. He sees him, he saw him his entire life. Knocks on his door and says, uh, by the way, I'm your father. What? Yeah, sure. Gives him all the simonim, I'm your father. So the guy goes to his, his adopted father and his, his adopted father confirms the thing. Yeah. I actually found you at the door. You're my son. He goes back to this guy. He says, it's good and fine. I'm not into the whole hugging thing and the kissing, but I just need to tell you that I'm kind of weak, and I need you to come over tonight and give me a, a shtickle, you know, uh, to help me. And tomorrow, I need you to collect money for me on the, on the thing. I don't have enough money. Says Ruben Karelenstein, this guy's mamish a jerk. He's a, you know what? Midairais, he's mechuyev to bathe him and take care of him and collect money for him, all of a sudden, this one mitzvah that you thought is so logical is actually a chayk. So he's saying that every single mitzvah, every mitzvah that we have, 
is a chayk. We think it's it's paraduma. It's every single mitzvah could be a chayk. We don't ask questions. It's not, oh, we understand it. No, even if you don't understand it, and we don't need to understand it, it's a chayk. Anyway. Zog Gemara. No, he just took a whiff of that coffee. Just ignore him. Don't worry about it. Says the Gemara. Oh. It says by paradumo So Rabbi Sai, we're learning two things. We're learning one from each other. We're learning paradumo to, to Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur to paradumo. Just like it's outside of three machnois, so two over here, it's out, it's outside. So we learn paradumo has to be outside of the three machnois, from Yom Kippur. This we know from this Masech, if you recall, and I looked for Pesach Waxman's picture, unfortunately I couldn't fit, find it. He sent me, uh, whatever. Remember, we had this whole thing, the walls of the eastern wall of the Beis HaMikish were lower, so you could see over, when you're doing the Paraduma, you're on Harazesim, facing the Heichal, you have to see into the Heichal. So it says that the Paraduma is done in Mizrach. Okay, so I learned from this pasuk. Reb Shimon has an extra pasuk to tell us that it's in the east. That's where you burn it. But Rabbanon who don't have this pasuk, so where do you burn the paraduma? We learned. Why? Why you hear? Why? Why is this? Why is this chatas burnt in Safan, not in Mizrach? Yeah, he learns, Rabbi learns that it's Mizrach because it's like a paraduma. So what's wrong with Mizrach? Mizrach is great because we're dealing with a chatas. A chatas, all the avoid of the chatas is in the Safan of the Azara. So you burn in the Safan of Yerushalayim. We just turned to Samachesim, the base, Nishmas, Uri, Ben Matisyo. And for the success in Gashmis and especially Ruchnius of his grandchildren. You hear this? You have to take ashes. There has to be ashes there. And you put it on top of the ashes. There has to be a bottom, the base of ashes. When Rabbi Yossi comes along, he says, seems like there's somebody that argues with him. He argues on somebody. Who's arguing this? Says the Gemara, Let's be Yaakovu. <coughs> Sorry. It's the famous Rebbe Lazim Yaakov, Kavanoki, the Sanyo. El Shefa Chadeshin Yisorif, Shiyeh Lashom Deshen. Rebbe Lazim Yaakov is not the one that argues. He says that it should be a base of ashes. Rebbe Lazim Yaakov, Oimer. Rebbe Lazim Yaakov says, Shiyeh Mekoymoy Meshupach. Shefech means to spill over, to spill. How do you have a place that spills? It's on an incline. It's on a mountain. So the ashes will fall over. So I don't need a base. It's not coming to tell me it's a base. It's coming to tell me that it's on an incline. Who told you there's a machlaikis here? Who says somebody argues on Rabbi Perhaps everybody agrees to Rabbi that it has to have a base of ashes. Just the question is, does it have to be on an incline? Because... Basically, the, the Pasuk is a little extra. It says, it should just say, Makam Deshen, Shefech Deshen, maybe 
maybe I use that word to learn something from it, maybe I don't. But it still says that it should be in a place of Deshen, it should have a base of, of, of Afer, everybody agrees. Just, it has to be on the incline. Now we're just going through the halachas. Who becomes Tomei, who doesn't? The one burning up the, the, the bull, he becomes Tomei. He becomes so Tomei that his clothing becomes Tomei. Not the one that lights the fire. Not the one that puts the, the, the bonfire together. What does it mean, burning? The one who puts the animal in and turns it around. Maybe you think once it becomes ashes, it could also, if you start fiddling around with the ashes, become tummy. The animal, they have to be a something, they have to be oisam. Not just ashes. So he learns it a little differently. Not a sum, but the, it has to be a bull. Once it disintegrates, it's not metama. What's the difference between the way Rebbe Lezer Shimon learns it and the Tanakama? When it becomes blackened, so it's no longer a bull, but it's not ashes. So the Tanakhama says that it has to be ashes in order for you not to become Tommy. It's not ashes. It's still a bull that's very dark. It's a, uh, it's a hardened bull, okay? But it's still metame. But according to Rabbi Shimon, it's not a par. That's not a, that's not a bull. A, a, a black charuch uh, thing is not a bull. I could say the mice here, since we, we have a lot of time. Uh, also for the new guy, all these mice is already this, but uh, one of my properties that I still own in Indianapolis, it's called Avenue Lake. It's a 460 apartment place. Now that place gave me tsaris through all the years. Baruch Hashem, now it's my best property. But there was a point in time that there was a fire in a, in a, in a I, should, I have to say this mice, but you know the mice. There was a fire in one of the apartments. And they, they came to search for the, for the guy that rented the apartment, and they couldn't find him. And uh, the FBI was very upset about the whole thing. I don't remember why. They, they needed to find this guy. They go into the apartment. They looked everywhere, up and down. They kept on coming back. The next day, FBI. And we have a few lakes in this property, like these man-made things. They drained the lake. First, they sent in scuba divers, and then they said, we have to take out all the water. We have to find the body. We have to find this guy. Somebody, he, somebody killed him, we have to find him. Couldn't find him. Kids are in Mysa, and then the apartment stayed like that for a long time. Finally, months later, I think it was, they realized that he was in the apartment the whole time. The body. It pushed, became ashes, and the people just stepping over him. Like they, they didn't have that he was there. The FBI, it took them like months to realize this. But anyway, there's such a Muslim that you have afer. It's, it's nothing. It's not a part anymore. If it's not a part anymore, What? It's not a good story. There's a good story. We're talking about ashes here. Ashes and a para. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, yeah. Everything. 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 Avi has such cases. It is. That apartment is rented out now. Why? Why? Oh, he's learning the usoidus of real estate. No, it's not. There's a few, uh, maybe one or two apartments unrented. Zakta Mishnah, the official Mishnah sponsored in honor of the MDY Chevra, says the Mishnah. Omru Loi Gadol, Higi Asoy Lamidbar. 
Because the Kohen Gadol cannot continue with his Avoidah until the Sawyer HaMishtaleach reaches the Midbar. So they tell him, look, you should know, you can continue on because it reached the Midbar. Now, how does it reach the Midbar? When I know Midbar. So I want to stop here for a second. We have uh, a genius in this, in this room. His name is Gary Ben Moshe. If you are in the time of the Midbar, of the Beis HaMikdash, how would you... Okay, let me ask you a question. Seriously, think about this for a second. On Chavez, I want to... I have a, a, a glass here. I want to light it up on Chavez because I am in charge of a mikvah and there's a, a hundred rooms in this place and I want a light to go on on Chavez. How would you do it? Think about it. On Chavez, Likula, I'm 100% mutter. Light this up. Boom. On Chavez. And it's not one of those turnaround uh, lamps that the, a person has to go outside of the room. You're inside the room. Turn on. You know how? With fiber optics, fiber optics shoots the light out. You turn it on before Shabbos, so it goes and lights it up. But if you block it with a, with a, with a piece of plastic, then it goes off. So on Shabbos, you let it move the plastic up and down. It's not a problem. That's what they have in the mikveh here. This is Gary Ben Moshe's invention. So we, we have Zoycha to have it. What? It's very different. It's, it's fiber optics. Look, I'm telling you, it's, it's different. Because you're in a different room. It's happening in a different place. It's not the kosher. It's like the... Okay. It's different. It's not the kosher land. Because you're in a different room. You're, you're turning on a bulb somewhere else, 10 feet away from you. How are people going to see it? How's somebody outside going to see it? No, it's not a light for the room. It's a light for somebody else to see that you need, you need help. Okay, it's outside. Because it's a great idea. In the Beis HaMikdosh, Beis HaShem, Mendi is in charge of Beis HaMikdosh, in the future Beis HaMikdosh, he's going to hire Gary Vimsheh to devise this thing that on Yom Kippur, you don't need people standing on towers and waving flags. Fiber optic! You have a, a 10 middle fiber optic line and finished in seconds, right? We could do it, 10, 10 mil, not a problem. So, how do you know? They had watchmen on top. And all they do is, as you see in this picture, the guy's on top of this tower, waving the flag to the guy over here on this tower right over here. And somehow it gets to the base Amikdosh. You don't need to come out to people. That's crazy. I'll tell you how to do it. So he says like this. You don't need the Sarah Mishtaleach to get all the way to the cliff. That's 10 mil. All you need is to get to the Midbar. How far away is the Midbar? Three, three mil from Yerushalayim. Three mil. So now, very simple Cheshman, he says. They, we learned yesterday, walk Ish'iti one mil. Because that's 2,000 Amma. They walk one mil. They walk in one mil, and they come back. So that's two mil. Now they know how long it takes to walk a mil. Because each person is, I'm just assuming that's why they had to do it. Otherwise, you just don't even have to walk back and forth. You just know a mil takes four point. No, he's an older Kayan. This Kayan Gadol, he's already in his 80s. It took him 25 minutes to walk a mil. Okay, and then they walked back. To 25. So now they just wait 25 minutes. Because if they wait 25 minutes, that means the Kayan Gadol went... Three mil. And he got three mil. That's already, it's in the midbar. 
And now, we, so you don't need flags, says Rabbi Yudah. Like that, you know that the goat arrived. You don't need you don't need anything. We had a red string. When do we have a red string? So to do Chazara yesterday, we had a red string until it stopped becoming white. It used to become white every single Yom Kippur. But at a certain point, it stopped becoming white. It was red. Kleistro became sad, so they put the string back into the echel. In the other side. Then they started peaking. Kids, two years later, it was done. They said, let's get rid of the string. Let's put the string on the azazel. Says Yerushal, but on the time that we, we had a string, we know that it reached. In other words, okay, so maybe he's mechulak. <clears throat> midbar, not midbar, as soon as he got it. midbar. Yesterday, we learned that it turns white. When you push him off the cliff, okay, he's mukhulik. You don't have to push the, the, the sar off the cliff as long as you got to the midbar. <coughs> That's the end of it. The mitzvah, Khan Israel gets kapara, hajan Allah. Shnei si'irei hadron alach. One minute, where are you guys going? We got a whole mission here to do. Baloi kain gadol The official mission of the new parak. Shmuel Eliad is leaving. He's here today, but he's leaving. Baloi kain gadol. Baloi kain gadol So, official mission sponsored by official. Official no, official Mishnah sponsored the schos the MDY chaver. Baloi kain What? Anonymously. If the coin gala comes to read from the Torah. If he's, he's, he's wearing the white clothing, he'll continue wearing the white clothing. He can wear his own robe. Chazan Aknesses. Interesting. Says Rashi, they had a shul right there on the premises. You think about it, people have to dive mincha. What are you going to do? They had a little shul going. So the shamish of the shul, the attendant of the shul, he... He gives it to the Gabai. What we call today, that's what it seems like Rashi, Gabai, the guy in charge, the Gary Ben Moshe of the, of the Beis Hamikdash, another guy that says, this is your Aliyah, your Aliyah. He, he, he controls what's going on. Who's the Chazan, who's not the Chazan. A Shamish is, is, is the one that takes care, not the one in charge. So Shamish gives it to the, uh, the Chazan, I'm sorry, gives it to... Yeah, I didn't want to say that. Chazan again, no idol save a Torah, no idol Rishak Nessus. Rishak Nessus, no idol is gone. And this Gabai gives it to this Gana Koyen of the Godel. Bazgan, no idol the Koyen Godel. Finally, it reaches the Koyen Godel to show how Hosh of the Koyen Godel is. Different Madrigas to get to him. The Koyen Godel, I mean, Makabal, the Koyre, Achrimois. Ooh, we just said it. He reads Parshish Achrimois. In other words, the Parsha that has to do with Yom Kippur. The Achba Osar, La Choydesh. Again, about Yom Kippur. The Goyal save a Torah, Menichu Bechaykoi. He rolls it up, puts it in his chest, and he says to, to them, By the way, there's a lot more, but I'm going to read it. And in Parshish Pinchas, he reads it by heart. And he says, Eight brachas. When I first read it, I thought it meant, like we say in, uh, when you get a mafter, after. No, Al Avoida is Ritzay. What we call Ritzay. 
But we finish off like on Yom Tovim. Shais cholavat chobiyira naavoid. One of the most important brachas. I don't know if a lot of people know. We have a, the famous Simcha Sasman when he's when he when he's a chazan. He's chazan all the time. He literally cries by on Shabbos also by by Hoida. Because gives us so much. We have to we have to thank him. And Melech Moichov Sileach that bracha. Bala Mikdash, a special bracha on the Mikdash Bifniatsmoy by itself. Val Yisrael Bifniatsmoy, by Yushalayim Bifniatsmoy, Val Koyahadim Bifniatsmoy, by Sharatfil and the rest of the Tfilah. Haroya Koyin Godel Kishu Koyrei, and Haroya Parasar and Israel. It's impossible to see a Koyin Godel when he reads the Torah and to see the par being burnt. Haroya Parasar and Israel, and Haroya Koyin Godel Kishu Koyrei. It's impossible to see the two. Why? Not because he's not allowed to. Because it's far away. And they're done at the same time. This is a little bit of a contradiction and a kash, I should say. On a Maisa of the Balshemtov, who somebody came to get a brach from the Balshemtov and he saw there's a tremendous line. So he went to the shul to learn. And in the shul, the Balshemtov was giving a shear. Says over here, you can't be at two places at the same time. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Shira Moses Shabbos is at 9.30. I'll invite a little bit later, but 9.30, we'll keep it at that. Have a wonderful day. Shira Moses Shabbos, give me a good day. I don't know if you're going to be a good day. I don't know if it's very emotional, Venice. It's very emotional to see so many guys come together. I forgot to say. Where was it? That was a month. I should have called out people with me. People travel, I forgot to say, so much to say. People travel over two and a half hours. The fish come from Baltimore? I saw him in the pictures. I know he's in the picture, but maybe I don't believe him. No, I think he was in Lakewood visiting his sister. People from Lakewood, I, I know somebody that travels from um, five towns. Well, everybody travels. There's a bunch of people from the South Gans, uh, Ben, ben Schwartz, two and a half hours just there. Think about it, three years ago, there were 20 people on that road. We have 70 people on a. On a Oh, he's a yato. Oh, he's a yato. Oh, he's a yato.